Packers all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still the top of the list. I don't care what you know Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. In the meantime, lots of reaction rolling in on the old air fryer Traeger grill. Ashy put up a poll on the Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Twitter account as well. Ashy, what does the poll say? Uh, the poll says if you use a Traeger grill, does that count as cheating? Quotes by <laughs> Chewy. Uh, uh, oh. Jason Wilde hanging out with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning. <laughs> you already forgot you said it. Mm. <laughs> He's nodding vehemently as he takes a swig of his Mio. Good morning, Jason. I'm very con- Hello? Jason? I'm very confused. About what? <laughs> Maybe I can help you. I actually wear that as a badge of honor sometimes. Like, how much can we confuse the people listening to Jen, Game and Chewy? So, uh, cheating? Thank you. You're a million percent. The direction you're going, Jason, is a million percent correct. But it's, but an air fryer is cheating too, or no? I, I, I think it is. Like, you can, do, you can get the same result in a frying pan, and that's actually cooking. What about, what about the oven? Do you put ever put anything in the oven? I don't know is who the oven Chewy cheating? thinks is over here judging the results. This isn't like Gordon Ramsay or Hell's Kitchen or something. I just want to make now. the food. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I'm sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> Do you barbecue, Jason? Uh, I have a grill. It's a gas grill. Is that cheating? No, no. That's fine. Because you got to actually sit there and question. watch the thing and flip it over, not be on the golf course and like, ooh, let me check how my meat's doing. But the thing is, is that you well, have time you to do this. This is the this is the <laughs> usually I do something else for that. This is the element where you shouldn't be allowed to weigh in on this because you have all the time in the world. Meanwhile, I got kids running around. I got stuff to do. I got other things that I got to be focused on. So the air fryer, or I suppose the grill in Gabe's case, is a way to be able to cook your meal while you also walk away and get other things accomplished. And is I think that cooking, is cooking though. Is it cooking? It's or Preparing. Oh my gosh, it's the cooking part that you're getting jammed yes. up on? Yes. I, I will say this, Chew. I will say this. And like, so I made a brisket for friends this weekend. And I actually, I, I had to work. I had the Marquette game, so I did not get to enjoy it. I, I took it out while it was resting, then I went to work. And everyone, when I got back, oh, Gabe, that was so good. I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like, I literally seasoned, I trimmed the, the brisket. threw it on there. I seasoned it, yeah. and I threw it on there. Yeah. Like, I... I'm not taking a ton of credit, but at the end of the day, it still made delicious brisket, and I don't know how that's cheating anybody. Jason, if Rodgers comes back and Love immediately asks for a trade and the Packers decline that, is that wrong? I mean, they granted Devontae. They're pretty much granting Rodgers. Would it be wrong? Because he really doesn't have any leverage after that, does he? No, he doesn't. And what did you do with your brisket? It rested? Yeah, you got to rest the nope. meat. You got to rest your meat after you have it in the in the. You uh, it in out, the grill. let it sit. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people got to rest their meat. Um, <laughs> so, I don't I don't think it's wrong. Uh, it's not very nice. Um, it's uh, going to really be disappointing for Jordan. But uh, you know what I would say to Jordan is, 
you know, kind of what we talked about in December when everyone uh, misconstrued what I said on the radio and wrote in my story and decided to announce that Jordan Love was definitely going to ask for, said he was going to ask for a trade if Rodgers came back, even though he will. I mean, I, I didn't love how that all played out, but the fact of the matter is he is going to ask, and they're probably going to say no. I think Goody has hinted at that already. If it, again, if it comes to that. And here's, here's what, I, what Jordan and I talked about that day. I said, obviously you want to play, but you, as you saw this year with Rodgers, and I know he didn't miss any starts because of it, but he's going to be 40 years old. Uh, injuries happen more frequently when you're older. Uh, if the Packers are smart, they don't want they're, – they're not going to trade him. I don't even know what they would get for him either. Like, what's his market? A second-round pick based on 10 snaps against Philly? Like, I'm not sure that his market is going to get them what they would have invested in him. Because remember, they used the fourth-round pick to trade up to get him. So the cost of drafting him was first- and fourth-round picks. But there's a chance that Rodgers could get hurt and you get your opportunity that way. And so if they say no, yeah, that's not great. But you also then stay in a system you've been in your entire career and there's a chance, although not as good as you'd like, that you still end up playing when your 40-year-old quarterback suffers an injury. But don't don't they run the risk, though, Jason? Sorry, Gabe. Of... When when Favre was towards the end, weren't there players in the locker room that were like, "Let's let's give Rodgers a shot"? Yeah. Don't you think Love absolutely. has guys like that with like, "Hey, it's time for him to play"? Yes, absolutely, he does. I mean, that could splinter he, a locker room. Here's well, but here's the thing: if you're the Packers, right? Like, for the uh, faction that likes Love in the locker room. Secondly, um, you want to you want to do what's best for the team within reason, right? And what's best for the team with Love is have him as an option on the ready to go in if something catastrophic happens to Rodgers. Which I'm not saying it's going to happen. No one is obviously wishing that on him, even the folks that want to get rid of him. But that is a possibility. Old quarterbacks get hurt. Even the indestructible Brett Favre got hurt during the 2010 season, right? So, you know, I, I think the point is, is and, and Goody kind of said it without flat out saying it, that, hey, we're not better off without him on the roster if Rodgers comes back. Now, the question that I have is, do they really feel strongly enough about love, as some have painted it, that they would be willing to move on from Rodgers even if Rodgers wanted to come back because they want to see love. I have a hard time believing that they're quite at that point, but maybe there's differing opinions inside the book. So, Jason, I believe, just the way everybody's talking in the media, it seems like to me they're playing a big game of chicken and neither side wants to be the bad guy, Rodgers or Goody. Do you agree with that? Uh, I agree with it. To a degree, but I think that's become the narrative now, and I'm not sure it's entirely accurate. Like, I don't have any doubt that if they are headed for a breakup, they are jockeying for position to try and avoid who looks like the villain. 
Um, they want they what they do not want is Favre 2.0, and that summer that was such a train wreck. Um, at the same time, um, it's the scenario is different, right? Rogers isn't going to give them the out of retiring. Uh, Murphy's not going to go out to Malibu with a suitcase full of cash to try and convince him to retire. Those types of things are not going to happen. But what could very well happen is that Rogers says he wants to come back, and then Goody has to figure out, and Murphy and Russ Ball and Matt LaFleur, although they have varying degrees of influence in this, um, they have to figure out if they really are willing to say to him, we're glad you want to come back, but we don't want you back. Because if that happens, you know that Rodgers is not going to make it easy on them. He may say that, I understand they want to go, you know, young and whatever else, like he said on McAfee. But you think the guy who's as passive-aggressive when he is playing for the team in press conferences, uh, talking about the play calling or the roster building, isn't going to try to bury them if he says he wants to come back and they say thanks but no thanks, uh, yeah, no. I think he's going to definitely make it clear that he wanted to come back and they told him, get out of here. Jason, does Matt LaFleur want Aaron Rodgers back? What does your gut tell you? I think so, yes. So, Not as passionately as he did before, but still still does, yes. So there was a part of me, and we were talking about this earlier this morning, there's a part of me that, that thinks that Matt LaFleur doesn't necessarily know what kind of coach he is without Aaron Rodgers, what kind of head coach he is. And obviously, I think the safer bet, you're just talking about like personal, um, what would the word be? Not satisfaction, but like um, safety or security, job security, I suppose. See how I workshop that on the air? That was swimmy, swimmy, for swimmy. everybody. <laughs> um, but from a job security standpoint, it does certainly seem like having Aaron Rodgers under center gives him better job security. So, like, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if Matt LaFleur knows if he's a great NFL head coach because he's never had to be an NFL head coach without a future Hall of Famer under center. Yeah, were you looking for preservation? Preservation works also, yes. Okay, I don't know. I was trying... I was I was going on that journey with. I appreciate that. Thank I, you so much. It's always more fun to have somebody in the car with you. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, I think for both him and Goody, the reality is is that if you move on from Rogers, especially if he says he wants to come back, and you say thanks but no thanks, if you do that, and then. Rodgers goes somewhere else and has another MVP year because he's so damn motivated, which is a distinct possibility. And Jordan Love has a couple of good games, but on balance is not very good, like Mitchell Trubisky or someone. Uh, You have started the clock on your own tenure coming to an end. I know you got an extension before this past season, but if you're wrong and then Rodgers goes and plays great and takes – you know, the Carolina Panthers or the New York Jets, the Super Bowl or deep in the playoffs, and you miss the playoffs and Jordan Love isn't, isn't real great, uh, you warmed up your seats. You're absolutely right. The safest play is to welcome him back, begrudgingly though it might be, and deal with the after effects of that when it comes to that. I mean, look, Goody put himself in the jackpot 
by drafting love and the unintended consequence being that it lit a huge fire under Rogers' butt and he came out with back-to-back. He could call them COVID MVPs if he wants. I would call them uh, love MVPs because I'm not saying that he couldn't have had those seasons if they hadn't drafted Jordan Love, but it certainly didn't hurt his motivation, and he is dangerous when he is motivated. So, yeah, you're exactly right, and and I do agree that we don't know how great of a coach Matt LaFleur is. Uh, I noticed there was a graphic that it was him, Shanahan, and McVay were the three coaches that didn't show up for the scouting combine. Um, I would point out that uh, he's the only one in that group that hasn't coached his team to a Super Bowl, so he probably, you know, I'm not sure that he gets the same uh, uh, right as those other two guys in terms of not coming to the Combine. I'm all in on the conspiracy theory that keeping Matt LaFleur away from the Combine was to keep the Packers' situation, conversations, positions close to the vest, less people that represent the team to interact with all of the microphones and all of the mouths that are down there at Indianapolis. And just one note, you did mention the Carolina Panthers. That is because yesterday Adam Schefter did report that the Carolina Panthers did reach out to the Packers about Aaron Rodgers. There are conflicting reports about that, but that is the latest on that. Go ahead, Chu. Jason, real quick, uh, Jordan's fifth-year option. What happens if Rodgers stays and what happens if he goes? Great question. I don't know. Like, you pick up the fifth-year option at $20 million. Does Jordan want you to do that? Like, all right, Rodgers comes back. Jordan asks for a trade. Goody says, sorry, we can't do that. We'll give you the $20 million fifth-year option for 2024, though, if you want to, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're cool with that. Jordan's like, no, then I'd rather have unfettered free agency so please don't do that. Like, it, that is a, what's, what's the weird English phrase? A sticky wicket? It's a, that is a difficult situation to try and figure out what's best for the, the organization, for Jordan Love. Tausch is convinced that they'll give him the $20 million, uh, the, the fifth-year option. Uh, regardless? I mean, regardless, Jason? Regardless. Yeah, that's what Tausch I, I I don't think it's quite that simple. I don't either. Jason, we appreciate you hanging out with us this morning, taking a little extra time to clarify some of those situations. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. Sorry for the awkward silence. I saw what time it was. I thought you guys were wrapping up. Well, we don't have Craig. So, so usually we'd have Craig Karmazin up next, and we'd be jamming to get out at a certain time so that we could get oh! to him on time. But Craig well, is on an airplane. What else do you want to talk about? Well, we still have to get to break, Jason. We can't. I mean, if you want to come back and take Craig's place on the other side. I gave a guy to read. It's a whole thing. No, you guys go back. Sorry. I mean, old school Homer, keep Jason for a second segment. You can hear that Jason Wildey on Wildey and Tosh right after Jen Gabe and Chewy here on 94.5 ESPN and, of course, on a myriad of other programs on our network.